0: Hey, so this is basically a uh, continuation of a conversation I was having on Mr. Fantastic's channel. Um, I had to leave the panel because, um, you know, be too many people on these panels, man, and I don't feel like sitting around waiting on my turn to talk. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know I love to be the center of attention. <laughs> so I decided to hop off and come on over here to my own channel and talk about this. But I really want to talk about this because they got Gabe up there. Gabe A, he's a he's a regular in these circles and, you know, much respect to Gabe. Seems like a very smart dude, but I felt like Gabe was being a little um a little a little somewhat condescending, condescending towards military people. I heard him make a couple of little smart remarks here and there. And he was probably doing it out of love, just just joking around, I get it. But at the same time, I kind of took. I, I kind of felt a certain way, Gabe. I kind of felt a certain way. I'm not even gonna front, but because he- here's the thing, right? If you go whenever whenever Mr. Fantastic's joint is finished, go watch it from the beginning. But basically, they they have this they're having this discussion about is it beneficial for black dudes or you know black people, but in particular black men to go to college or go into the military first? Obviously. Mr. Fantastic is arguing from the military standpoint because I believe he came in straight out of high school and he's been in for like 17 years in the Navy now. Um, you know, this is information he's put out there. So, it's, you know, this ain't me spilling the beans. This, this is stuff he'll openly admit to. And then Gabe, he went to college first and then I think he's some type of engineer. I'm not exactly sure what he does or what type of engineer he is. And so Gabe is all about going to college. And Mr. Fantastic arguing from the military perspective in terms of all the benefits you can get, all the doors that can be opened up. And Gabe is on some stuff. You can do all that going straight to college. Me, I, kind, I came into the conversation from the perspective of I know both sides of the story. I know both sides of the coin. I went to college first before I went into the military. Now I went to college on a full scholarship, right? Cause I, I was one of those already smarty dudes, you know, I halfway paid attention in high school and that halfway paying attention and being able to, uh, you know, somewhat do fairly good on tests allowed for me to get a full scholarship to go to college. And so I went to college and then I also majored in a STEM, uh, degree aerospace engineering. I thought I was going to be a rocket scientist working for NASA one day. Like that's what I thought I was going to do. But after that, I decided to go into the Army because that was going to be my plans. If I didn't go to college after high school, I was going into the military. And so I wanted to join the military. It was always part of my, my goals in life was to join the military, whether it's going to be for two years or for 20. I ended up doing 13, and I didn't do my 20 because I had to get out due to some medical issues due to, due to um, injuries I had racked up earlier in my career thanks to be jumping out of airplanes when I was young, super in shape, And Doing all this because I know a lot of people be like, oh, you're big, you're fat. Let me tell you what I used to do when I was 23, 24 years old. I used to jump out of airplanes. (laughs) How many of you young people who are super fit going to the gym every day, staring at your abs? How many of y'all have ever jumped out of an airplane flying like 500 miles an hour? I've done it plenty of times. So that those me jumping out of planes. When I was that young in my military career, and let's not even talk about the five miles I used to run, all the pull-ups I used to do. And I'm talking about five miles running around in combat boots. Let's not even talk about all of that training that led up to me jumping out of planes. But when you guys get on here, y'all be trying to clown my weight gain. And that's cool because y'all know how I, I, I'll clown right back with you. But just understand, when I was, when I was in my early 20s, I was, out, I was out there jumping out of planes flying 500, 400, 500 miles an hour in the sky with my super ridiculously in-shape self. Y'all go get in shape just to go stare at yourselves in the mirror and try to holler at breezies. I was jumping out of planes, my nigga. And that's what led to some of these injuries that I currently deal with now, which caused me to get out the military prematurely because I didn't hit my 20-year mark, I only did 13. But regardless of all that, all the benefits I've attained it's almost like I'm a retired vet. I get the same thing a retiree gets. All the exact same benefits, The only thing that I do not get is the blue military ID card and the official paperwork saying that's stamped on my paper saying I'm retired. That's the only difference between me and and somebody that does 20 plus years and retires is the retirement label. Everything else, I get the same benefits. Oh, there's one more difference. When I die and they die, uh, they'll get a full military funeral. I'll get a three man detail. Same thing. We'll both get a military funeral. They'll just get the they'll just get the uh, 21 gun salute. I won't. But other than that, I get the same benefits. So I see it from both angles, man. I went to college and I went to the military. Now, I was trying to tell Gabe, I was like, here's the biggest con to going to college that I saw. Cause I went to college and I started college in 1998, June 8th, 1998 is the first day I stepped foot on Tuskegee university campus. I'll never forget it. Cause I was skinny as a freaking, a freaking pole or whatever. I was just ridiculously skinny and, and, and lame looking now that I, now that I look back on it, <laughs> but that's the day I started college. 30 days after I graduated high school, I started college, right? <clears throat> so, you know, for summer school at Tuskegee university. So, here's the, here's the major difference. I'm 40 years old. When I went to, when I went to Tuskegee, it cost for you to get a four year degree, you're going to walk up out of there with a bill of probably like close to $60,000 just to get a degree. And that, you know, just to to get a degree. Now I went, I went on full scholarships. I didn't, I didn't leave. I didn't, I didn't graduate college with any debt. I was lucky. I didn't have any debt. I had a scholarship when I went to college. Right. But everybody else that I knew that went to college, I was taking out loans, Getting some type of financial aid here and there. Guess what? We're all in our 40s now. Guess what? They are still paying on student debt B. in their in our 40s. Guess what? Your boy ain't paying. I don't I'm not paying any debt. Not only do I have a four year degree, but when I went into the military, I also got two graduate degrees. I got a I got a master's degree in information technology. With the discipline and information assurances directly related to cybersecurity. And I also have an MBA. Guess what? The military paid for all that crap. My graduate degrees alone, one class, one, one class was, was on average about close to about $4,500 a class. And I had to take a grand total of like, how many classes? I think about 20 total classes to get both these degrees at about $5,000 a pop or something like that. Or no, no, about $4,000, $4,500 $4, a pop. You do the math on that. That would have been like, what, what's the math? <laughs> 20. What's 20 times four? We was looking at like another $80,000 just to get two graduate degrees. You see what I'm saying? So here I am, 40 years old, three, three degrees, two are graduates. I don't have, I don't owe any debt, none at all, none. And here's another thing due to my injuries from me jumping out of airplanes when I was 23, 24 years old. I collect a quote unquote pension, a tax free pension for the rest of my life. I'm not going to tell you how much it is, but just know that in my household between me and my wife, because she gets one of these two. We get we wake up to about 50 bands a year tax free just just for breathing air and blinking our eyeballs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's just and we ain't got to work for that. So what I'm saying is there are pros and cons, because what I was trying to tell Gabe, I'm like, yeah, Gabe, you got the great, great degree. You're doing things. But but I want to ask them, how much do you owe in student debt? (laughs) Because every everybody that I know that didn't go to school on scholarship. They all walked out of they all walked out of college with debt and they're still paying on this debt to this day. And guess what? That's sixty thousand dollars or whatever it was back in ninety eight to two thousand two. I imagine it's probably you're probably going to walk out of there with close to seventy five to one hundred thousand dollars in debt because let's keep it real. Most most college students go to school for five years now. It ain't it ain't just a four four year program. It's a five year program on average for most people to graduate college. And then if you're doing like a especially if you're doing a STEM degree, you're, you're definitely going to be doing about five years in. And like I said, I I don't know how much college costs these days. I really don't concern myself with that. You know, even though I have to because I got a son that's getting ready to he'll be graduating high school in a couple of years. But I did the whole I I put him on a five two nine plan so that'll drastically reduce the expenses. But whatever. But the point is, you got to think about these things as you're going to college, right? You got to think about these things. College is a business. They don't care what you major in. Nobody's gonna be telling you to go into a STEM program. You can go up there and be like, "Hey, I want to, I want to major in, and I want to major in uh, moonwalking and breakdancing." They'll let you do it all day long and send you a uh, send you a bill every single month like clockwork from from Sally Mann and saying you need to pay for this this degree whether you get a job or not. But Gabe. He's like, I I don't know how old Gabe is, and I've never really talked to the brother before. Like I said, I just see him in the comments, right? He sounds like the unicorn that went to college, got a degree in engineering, came out, probably made some connections, got a really nice paying job, and I don't know if he owes student debt, but he seemed like he got it going on in life, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. I want to make that clear. But I don't think Gabe understands Like, bro, you aren't the standard, B., You are like the unicorn because, like, let's just keep it real. It's only like 7% black people in STEM across the board. And then Gabe was saying something about, well, if we want to change those numbers, we need to, you know, get these these kids in high school, you know, motivated. And I'm like, Gabe, I don't think I don't know if you really understand this, B. You're not going to listen if by the time a kid hits ninth grade, if they aren't already excited about studying, excited about doing math and science. Good luck on trying to get that excitement to pop off when they go to college. You got to have that stuff implanted into in their brains by the time they start kindergarten, bro. You got to have that stuff in their brains that school is cool. Math is fun. By the time they are in kindergarten, B, you can't wait till high school to try to sell these kids on STEM yes out of every 100 kids you might have one or two that you can that'll go off and become this damn doctor this great engineer but the other 98 percent bruh they're not going to be interested in it nowhere near to that degree to where if they do go to college yeah i want to be an engineer they'll probably quickly change their major to something easier like like business and i'm not knocking business i know a lot of people with business degrees but I do know a lot of people that switched to business degrees because the engineering was just too hard in college and business was slightly easier or they switched to some type of humanities degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just telling you guys what I know, what I saw when I was going to college. But the reality is, Gabe, if you're ever listening to this or I might even bring this up on my Tech G channel because I think you're sub to that. If you want young black boys to embrace STEM, Gabe, it's going to have to start in elementary school, kindergarten, bruh. You can't wait till ninth grade to try to convince these kids to to get motivated into these STEM programs because. Chances are they're not going to be interested in it, which means that they're not going to be going down the path of becoming the next Gabe where they go to college, get a wonderful STEM degree and go off and have this miraculous career. Chances are they'll be they'll be going down, you know, assuming that they don't you know do something crazy with their life. There's a high possibility they'll be going straight to the recruiter's office, signing up to go join the military, and there's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with going into the military straight out of high school. If you want my honest personal opinion, if you want my honest personal opinion, I think America needs to embrace a standard like South Korea and make it mandatory that everybody serves at least two years in the military straight out of high school. That is my personal belief, mandatory two, two to four years. And, look, you can you can say that, that we I'm, I'm, I'm venturing down the path on some – some communist, you know, whatever. I don't care what it is, some dictator type of stuff. I think it's, I think it's beneficial. One, it'll it'll just get you exposure to a lot of stuff. It'll force you to one, be on your own. And hopefully, you know, if you do the right thing, it'll force you, it'll get you some exposure, but then you can just do like a year or two and get out, chuck deuces and get out. You know what I'm saying? That's my personal belief, my personal belief. I don't I don't I, I, I really don't find too many people that can present like a solid argument against that other than they don't want to serve in the white man's army. Or they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. They don't want to get yelled at by a drill sergeant. I'm just saying and I'm basing this based off of so many people that I've seen come straight out of high school into the military that actually benefited from the military, whether or not they did went on to do 20 years or whether they did their two or four years and got out. Like, even if you just did your two to four years and got out, do you know what type of benefits are associated with you just doing two to four years and getting out? Do You know what type of benefits you qualify for? Assuming, you know, you don't get in trouble or nothing like that. You know what I mean? You get a full honorable discharge, you know, what type of benefits come with that aside from just healthcare and VA loans, you know, you mess around to get you a little secret clearance, top secret clearance, or whatever or you know you have this thing called military preference when you're going out there looking for a job you know they 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 have listen a lot of employers have these things where they want to hire people with military background just cuz you was in the military you might not know a damn thing but just cuz you was in the military and you got a DD214 your discharge paper with a with an honorable discharge on it that can that can promote you light years ahead of your of everybody else who's trying to apply for the same job i'm just saying so there are just all kind of little benefits here that I don't think are really talked about enough from us black military vets on YouTube who's actually serve. Because I take advantage of all that crap. So that's why I personally think it's a benefit that I think everybody should just be mandated to join. And like I said, that's this is my personal belief. It's never gonna come true. But that's just that's just what I feel because that's I've seen so many, I've seen so many people benefit just, just off of doing two, three years in the military. Now, is that is that a surefire way for success? No, because obviously somebody's going to come in here, what about all them, 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 them people's, that one kid that was up in Indianapolis a couple months ago, he was in the military, he was running from the police and got killed. Look, I'm not saying that this is a life changer. It's going to change everything. Yes, there are Pookies, Ray Rays, and Bonquechas who joined the military. But what I'm saying is, if they had, to, if they had taken advantage of all the military has to offer, they probably would have went down a different path. Potentially, is it guaranteed? No. You know what I'm saying? Is the military going to save you from the white man and racism? No, no, it's not. But at least in the military, if you do confront somebody about racism, the military has a way. Uh, they, they have a they have a, a, a less degree of tolerance for that crap. Meaning, if you want to be a racist in the military and let it be known you are a racist. You need to expect to get court-martialed or sent to Fort Leavenworth because they really have zero tolerance for that crap, especially if you're out in the open with your crap. I'm just letting you know how it is. But, um, so, um, yeah, I mean, like, real talk, BMT. It's like, damn, there's zero tolerance. I mean, well, it is zero tolerance. And there is no blue wall of silence like the police force. They be snitching on people left and right in the military because – you ain't trying to mess up your paycheck for some dumbass over here. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, like, there's all kinds of things. But to get back to the original point here, college or military, it really depends on what your ambitions in life are. Both are great in my opinion. But if you can't afford college and you ain't, you ain't got no scholarship, I don't see nothing wrong with going into the military. Because you can go into the military. Just your time being served in the military can count towards college credit. Let's say you do like four years in the military. They might chalk that up as life experience and knock off about two years or, you know, close to a two year degree just off of you working in the military. So now that's less time you got to spend going to get a degree or less money you got to spend going to get a degree once you get out. Like there are just so many benefits associated with it and that I just don't think a lot of people really understand you know especially when we get into these black circles because a lot of us just don't really talk about it enough i mean you know we'll hint like bmt uh speedy coffee he served in the military keep it techie served in i serve uh mr fantastic uh i'm just I, i don't know who else is a content creator in here that's actually served but i don't think we really go into the to the depths about uh the benefits of it you know you want to talk about the six What does just say bmt says if you don't have a life plan go do your six years get your bonus and it opens you up to new jobs yeah it opens you up to a lot of stuff a lot of stuff but you know my biggest thing is i think people should consider it if you're coming straight out of high school just just for the life experience just to get out just to escape your little bubble and go out there get sent to a different state or a different country and just see the world, man, get different experiences, you know what I'm saying? Expand your your horizons. That's what I think honestly the biggest benefit of, of it is for a young person. Just just get new experiences, meet new people, see different things, you know, go to Korea, go overseas to the Middle East somewhere, you know, do this, do that, go to Europe, travel the world, you know what I mean? Or uh, travel the US, whatever. You know, just see different stuff, man. That's what I think the the real benefit is, but I don't know, man. Like I say, shout out to Gabe. Like I say, this thing, I don't, I don't think Gabe is a content creator, but he's like heavy in he's heavy in these panels and in these comment streets. Right. But, um, I just think, I think Gabe kind of had like, a he kind of had like this, this air to him during this discussion. Like, like college was the only path forward. Like, why would anybody want to join the military? Say, so what do you mean, Gabe? Why would anybody want to join? It's like all it's like a thousand million reasons as to why somebody would want to join the military. Like, what if you just want to join? Uh, you know, what if you want to join because you can't go to college? You, you can't afford college. And the military is talking about, hey, we'll pay for your college. Like, and then I think Gabe had mentioned something like, what about the patriotism aspect? I'm like, Gabe, I don't think anybody dude, let me tell you guys something. I was in the army for 13 years, active duty. I've only met two people in my entire military career that actually Wanted to join the military because of patriotism. Two people. And guess what? They were both females. And guess what? Both of them to this day are sergeant majors or are on the verge of becoming promoted to a sergeant major, which is the highest rank you can go as a as an enlisted soldier. E9. Only two people. Everybody else joined because they had college debt or, you know, they kind of half-assed in high school. And, you know, this was like the the best thing smoking for them was to go into the military Or, you know what I'm saying? I've only met two people my entire career out of the thousands of people I've met in the military that I've crossed paths with. Only two people, both of these were women, that these were people that wanted to join the military ever since they were little kids. Like, this was their life dream. And both of these people are high-ranking NCOs in the military because they came in, did everything that they were supposed to do to make rank and move up really quick. To where they made like E7 in seven years, first sergeant in about 10 years and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Only two people. And there's nothing wrong with patriotism, Deborah. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Because when I joined, I joined after 9-11. I wanted to go into the infantry. I wanted to go kick doors in and hunt for Bin Laden. I wanted to do all that crap. So my uncle talked me out of it. So I had some patriotism in me too. That's, That's why I still stand for the flag to this day. That, that American flag gave me all kind of benefits out in this world, B. <laughs> I would never disrespect the American flag. I don't care how racist this country's past is or how people proclaim this country to be so racist today. This country and that flag been good to me and my family. This country and that flag has been great to me and my family, baby. You will never catch me disrespecting the American flag ever. When I die, they will have that flag on my coffin. They will fold it up into its nice little pretty triangle and hand it to my wife or my kids or whoever's still around. That's what they're going to do. You will never catch me disrespecting it. That flag has been outstanding to not only me, not only my immediate family, but plenty of other family members who have served. My grandfather, my uncle, even my pop served in the military. My shit, I got, I got, I'm like third generation military over here. So you'll never catch me disrespecting it ever, 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 ever. I don't want to hear this crap about the flag races, star spangled band. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn. That's my flag, B. I'm a rocket with pride. I ain't moving to no other country. I'll go visit, but I ain't moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? the hell out of here with this crazy talk y'all be talking i'm proud to be an american for real up in this bitch but um so i think it's, it's it's pros and cons to it all man and maybe this is conversations we need to have more in the black youtube space from those of us who have served and you know from those of us who just went straight to college and got it popping you know what i'm saying this is death from above g were you in the air force or something mcmillan did I miss a comment? Hold up. But regardless, I think um oh, somebody said Gabe has an IT channel. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a channel. I thought he was just. Like I said, I see him in the comments and I see him on panels all the time. I didn't know he was actually a content creator. Like I said, this ain't no this ain't no knock. Like and like I said, I just you can say I I just oh, I oh, okay. I just I just had like a slight issue with him with some of the things he said, you know what I'm saying? And then you know, with fantastic, he'd be having like 20 people on the panel at one time. It's kind of hard to get a word in. So I was like, let me go ahead and just do my own thing. Oh, you were the dirty leg. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong. We need legs. We need legs. We got you know. We need our legs to land when we hopping out the planes. You know what I'm saying? So you guys do serve a purpose. <laughs> but I became I, I went back to being a dirty leg too after I got injured. <laughs> Jumped a couple times and and uh, in my earlier days and and got some injuries and I was like I can't I can't jump out of planes no more. You know what I'm saying? It, it was it was too painful. But regardless of all that, you know what I mean? Oh, he was in four or five D. okay. Yeah, I was I was in Signal. I was well, I did most of my time in Signal. I I was a signal soldier. So I did I was in uh ninety third Signal Brigade. I was in uh what was it where was the brigade? I can't remember the damn brigade number when I was overseas. I gotta go find I gotta go look at my uniform and <laughs> figure out the damn number. But yeah, I was I served downrange as well. I was in Afghanistan. I did. I was in Kuwait, and then I did. I was in Af. I don't count Kuwait as a deployment, but I was there. And then I was in Afghanistan too. So where we get the, where we got where I got all the bullets and the bombs. But uh, whatever. Um, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. Dude, what the hell was my brigade number? I've been out. Let me see. Hold up. Signal. Brigade in Kuwait. Oh yeah, oh, how did I forget the 160th. I don't know how did I forget that. Probably because I wasn't at the brigade level. I just had the patch on me. I just never said it because I was in the I was in the five hundred and nineteen Signal Company. It was part of the twenty fifth Battalion. But it was part of the 160th Signal Brigade. I don't know how the hell I Anyways, it's on my damn uniform, but whatever. So. <clears throat> Anyways, but anyways, I just think that it's a lot of uh I think it's a lot of benefits, man. Um it's pros and cons of everything. So, like I say Gabe, he was coming at it from an angle like there there's really no need for you to go into the military. I'm like I'm like, "Gabe, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, maybe like I said, I don't really I don't know, Gabe. I've never had conversation, but he just he just kind of sounds like one of those dudes that he kind of sounds like me. <laughs> I Meaning, he kind of sounded like he had a similar upbringing to me in regards to going to college straight out of high school. And except instead of me jumping straight into the corporate workforce, I jumped straight into I went to the military. You know what I'm saying? And so, if I had to follow his path and just went and got a job straight out of college, which I probably could have did, I might be kind of sounding like him. Like, why do you need to join the military? Like, you could just do all this stuff as, you know, go to college and get it popping. But I went to the military, and then, like I say, even when I was in college, because I had a scholarship, and I seen all these dudes standing in line for hours trying to figure out how they're going to pay their bills for that semester or whatever, whatever. Or some people having to take a semester off or a whole year off because they couldn't afford college. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, I'm just skipping up and down the street chilling (laughs) not worried about how the bill's getting paid because the bill's getting paid you know what i'm saying it's already been paid but i was extremely privileged in that aspect you know what i mean but being that i was like 18 years old i didn't really go around checking to see who else was in this class with me or people who had scholarships i just i wasn't even thinking about that crap back then yes i remember the gas chamber i can still smell it right now and I haven't stepped foot in the gas chamber. Let me see. When was the last time I went to the gas chamber? I think the last time I actually had to go into the gas chamber was like 2008 or 2009. We had like this we had like this little, this little mandatory training. I think I was like an E5 at the time. And it was like, oh, we got to go do the gas chamber. I was like, what? I ain't did this since basic training. I was like, you better go in and get some of that CS. I was like, oh, God. So it's been over 10 years since I've had to go inside of one. But so I think there's I think um, these are some options that need to be explored for for young black people out there, man, because. You know, I'm, I kind of work with some young people now, <clears throat> young meaning, you know, people that are of high school age or you know, just slightly out of high school. You know, I'm kind of around a lot of these people in some capacity. And I'm just going to tell you, man, a lot of these dudes especially the ones that are like in high school or just graduated high school. A lot of these cats dude, they wouldn't survive one week in college. Like they just have no focus, no discipline. Let's not even talk about, let's just assume that they had, let's just assume that they had the money to go to college. Right. A lot of the, if they went to college, I just don't really foresee a lot of them taking any serious degree that can lead to life after college like a STEM degree, you know, something that means something, a law degree, STEM degree, medical professional. I, I see a lot of them just doing these useless degrees, man, to where they'll probably end up dropping out of college. And so I don't know, man. I, I I hear you, Gabe, if you're ever listening to this, but I just think, I don't know, I think your perspective is just a little off. And Listen, going to college is not wrong. I, I want to keep saying it because I'm not saying that Gabe is wrong. I just don't, I don't know if Gabe really understand. He didn't give me the vibes. He didn't give me the warm and fuzzies that he really understood how, how challenging college is for a young black person who's in high school, who's barely passing or who can barely read at their grade level or their age. I mean, do we got to go dig up the stats on how many kids are in high school right now, like 16, 17 years old that can barely read at their grade level? But then you're talking about these kids need to go to college? How? How are they, they going to make it? They can barely make it out of high school. So this is where I started telling Gabe, that you need a whole culture shift. And this culture shift have to, has to start in, middle, in, 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 like, kindergarten. Like, me and my wife, we got a son that's in kindergarten now. And then our oldest son, he's, in, he's a freshman in high school. The moment our kids started preschool or before they went to preschool, our kids already knew how to, you know, count the 20, write their name, knew their address and all that crap. My son, my youngest son's in kindergarten right now. He can, he can count to like, he can, he can literally count to like 500 in kindergarten. He already knows some basic multiplication already that he kind of taught himself a little bit off of watching YouTube. Cause we thought he likes to watch YouTube videos and I always thought he was watching SpongeBob. Turns out he actually be watching. He On his own, he went and found some educational stuff, and they were sneaking in some mathematics in the education. Because one day, my wife was like, she was like, A.A. A. You know, that's his nickname. We call him A.A. It's like, A.A., what's five times five? He was like, 25. I was like, what the hell? You ain't supposed to learn that yet. <laughs> you in kindergarten. You're supposed to be learning how to count to 10. He already knows, like, simple stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then so me and my wife, we invest a lot of time and into uh, our kids and all that stuff, right? Who is this person? Let, let, let me help you out, Anel. Let, let me help you out. Here, there you go. You can, uh, you, you can just, you can just bounce from my channel all together. There you go. Let me, let me help you out. There you go, Nell. <laughs> Anel, I don't know who this troll was. Just this in here calling me. You're an a hole. Like I'm over here talking some real stuff about college and the military and how this could benefit black males and this person here calling me all kind of names so let, let me help you out you can you can call me a-hole from uh uh you, you, you the only way you can call me a-hole now you have to go make a youtube video talking about me because you can't come up in my comment section no more because my cousin called me and asked to come home from basic i told his mother to hang up the phone <laughs> so he is home yeah Listen, basic training. Come on, man. If you can't make it past basic training, you're not going to make it in life, period. It is does not. Basic training is like it's like literally designed to help you deal with life. It helps you deal with they throw a lot of stress in your face on purpose. They yell at you, scream at you, make you do 50,000 push-ups and sit-ups. It's a high stressful, high pressure, high stress environment. Because that's what life is. <laughs> so if you can't make it through nine, 10 weeks of basic, however long it is, good luck on making it in life doing anything else. Matter of fact, I thought basic training was fun. I didn't want to leave. If you want my, if you want my honest opinion, I actually didn't want to leave basic training. I was like, what, what y'all talking about? I'm having fun up in here. I get to run around, do all kinds of stuff. And then they sent me to AIT, I was in AIT for eight months because of my MOS was eight months oh I had a ball I didn't I definitely didn't want to leave AIT I was like what you mean I get to go to class all day learn about some some learn about this this technical stuff on the weekends I get to go to the hotel and bang shorties out and drink alcohol all day long then show up the Monday morning formation with my with my BDUs crisp and my boots blinging and I'm having a ball up in here what the heck you talking about it, it, what you what the heck y'all talking about? I gotta go. This, this, I'm, I'm having too much fun up in here. <laughs> and then I got to my first duty station, and the fun it kind of mellowed out a little bit. I mean, I had a lot of fun, but you know, I, I had to actually act like a damn soldier <laughs> to a certain extent. But I still had fun though. But um, so I wish we could talk all the dregs of smoke. Smoked them like smoke week or red week. Yeah, I had a ball in basic training. I think I was I was I was in there for like nine. I think miles was like nine weeks. We had a lot of fun. As a matter of fact, Royce J. Y'all know Royce J. In, in that that's a that's a mod to my channel and also a YouTuber. Me and him was in basic training together in the same platoon. His bunk was right across from my bunk. That's how me and Royce J met in basic training. <laughs> we were in the same platoon back in 2002. His bunk was right across from my bunk. But anyways, man, I'm not going to be on here too long. I might have to do a I might do a panel on Friday, you know, my open line joint people can call in and, and spill their feels to me. But I don't know, man, I think when we're talking about solutions for the community, black people, I don't think you need to totally rule out the military. Cause I just, I know way more black folks who have benefited from the military than those who haven't benefited. Cause another thing on, on fantastic's panel, some dude hopped up on there. He came on there with the racism, white supremacy angle. Why would you want to serve a country? that was racist to to black folks and and treated soldiers like crap i was like b we're not the tuskegee airmen this ain't back in the day this is 2020 and then i told old buddy i was like all right fine you got a point the military was hella racist back in the day but i'm like i can flip that on you be like why are you working where you work every, you know, America has a racist history towards black people. So with that logic, you shouldn't be working for anybody. You should be, you should be a a, a full blown entrepreneur own your own business and everything. But even if you do the entrepreneurial route, you still got to go out here and deal with these racist white folks you're you, you crying about. Because guess what? They're going to want their taxes. <laughs> you out here making, you out here got your own little small business making 30, 40, 50,000 a year, or maybe a, six figures or more guess what this same racist country gonna want them them taxes be you're gonna deal with customers that might work for some of these racist institutions whether they white black or whatever you're gonna have to deal with vendors contractors etc cetera, etc cetera. like like you, you just can't exist in america and just think you just going to totally isolate yourself from 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 racism and, and all this other crazy stuff y'all cry about it's just not a reality the reality is you're gonna to have to learn how to compete in all of this crap. You know what I'm saying? And I think too many people just use that racism. I've told you guys this crap before. I think a lot of black people just use racism as an excuse to not try and compete, especially in this day and age. It's like, what do you talk, why do you keep bringing up the fact that America is historically a racist society? yes we all can acknowledge that yes we all can acknowledge that the white man historically has done a lot documented to try to hold and oppress black people and all that crap and in some capacities it kind of still happens somewhat to this day to a certain extent but it ain't happening nowhere near like it happened back in the day most black folks hold themselves back and they use this racism argument as an excuse to not try like, I tell you guys before, if you were born after 1996, I don't want to hear no talk about racism from any of you clowns. None. I don't want to hear a peep of racism coming out your little crusty lips. Ever. I don't care if somebody in a clan hood come up and smacks you across your face. I still don't want to hear it. Because you Negroes born after 1996, y'all are the most blessed, spoiled, technologically inclined Negroes that have ever lived in this country. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. Every time I see a person that is born after 96 talking his racism crap, they're lying. They're making it up. Because I don't even believe it for people who are my age, born in 1980, most of them clowns. Now, you can rewind the clock back to my parents and all them. Yeah, there was some racism. And there was some when I was coming up, but it was nowhere near as strong as with my grandparents and my parents. But you clowns born after 96? Man, miss me with that crap. I don't want to hear nothing coming at y'all little crusty lips at all about racism because y'all ain't dealing with crap. A lot of y'all just use it as an excuse to mask your deficiencies. Just like this dude was talking about... Why would you want to join the military when historically it' been racist to black peoples, uh, clown? Why not? They it ain't it ain't racist like that. Is that to say that there aren't racist people? Yeah, of course, there's racist people everywhere you go. You're never gonna change that. It's like it's like negroes want all these white folks to just magically become not racist. <laughs> like 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 you can't fix that. You can't you can't. That's like trying to. That's that's you know, what that's like that's like when when ugly chicks are or, or big fat chicks or whatever, get mad because dudes be on here talking about how we only want fine, fine chicks who are in shape, who got bodies like you're not going to be able to change my preference in women. I like what I like. I like chicks that are in shape with the track star booties and the track star legs and they got it going on like that. That's what I like. You're not going to you're not going to sell me on anything different. It's just like you can't sell a white person to stop being racist. The only thing you can do is check them if they bring out their racism. And depending upon how they bring it out, that could potentially lead to consequences on their end. But you ain't going to be able to change what's in their heart. So why are y'all still crying about, why are y'all running around here trying to change hearts? Screw that. Who cares if they're racist? So what? You You got a society out here that is that 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 has allowed for you to go out there and compete like a son bitch like never before. You got crappy schools? Guess what? Get out there and learn something on the internet. <laughs> you can you can you can learn a lot on the internet that can make up for your crappy school system you came up in. Cuz all of us didn't go to we all don't go to elite private schools. I went to public school too. Shoot. My kids currently go to public school. Because I can't afford private school. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, you, got, you, you can go out there and get it popping, man, in this day and age. So I don't want to hear this crap anymore. That's why I think most of y'all make racism up. Facts. But I'm going to keep saying it. Most black people make up racism. <laughs> Especially the younger you are, the, the, the higher the probability that you're making it up. Because you want attention. You want to tell a woe is me story for sympathy and likes on social media. Damn well ain't nobody messing with your ass. Ain't nobody even thinking about you 99% of the time. But whatever, I don't want to go off on that tangent. Track star legs, B. I used to just date chicks that ran track. (laughs) Most of my girlfriends ran track. They were some type of athlete. It was like most of the chicks I dated were were in the athletics. That was just my thing. I was like, I, li- I like track star legs, track star booties. I like the way they look in the spandex. I love all that crap. That's what I wanted. And I got it. <laughs> Amen. So we need to have these conversations about the military though. Um, There's pros and cons to everything. You can't just rule one out over the other. But honestly, I think, I think the military has more more pros than college does because you can, you, can, you, can, you can get a college degree in the military while you're getting work experience, real life work experience with the actual full-time paycheck and benefits and get a degree at the same time that the military will pay for. You can't do that in college. You gotta be a full-time college student, go out there, try to get you a little intern job, or get you a little job working at Foot Locker or something, you know, intern with one of these companies. You ain't get, you ain't getting it popping like somebody in the military. Now, granted, you get the benefit of being a full time college student. So you want to pledge frats, go to all the frat parties, you know, live out your wildest, a different world fantasy, which I did because, you know, I went to Tuskegee. I went to an HBCU. So a lot of y'all talk about a different world. Love to watch the TV show. I was actually living the a different world life from 1998 to 2002 I was living that life in real life (laughs) you know what I mean but I think based off of my 13 years in the army I just think the military makes more sense because like I said you can get all these degrees you you, you can get a lot of degrees and the work experience at the same time full-time job benefits all kinds of crap B college you go there for the experience, get you a nice degree, and walk out of there nine times out of ten with, with fifty, sixty, seventy thousand plus in debt, and most people will still be paying that debt off twenty years after they graduate college. So, I don't, I don't really like I say you're listening to somebody who's done who who did both, but I had a I had a scholarship when I went to college, so I'm just like. If I had to, if I had to, if I had to guide somebody right now that didn't have a scholarship, it was like, hey, do you want to go to college or do you want to go in the military? I would tell them to go into the military first. I would, I would honestly be like, go do them, join the military, do like a couple years in, get your benefits and then go to college B. That's what I would tell people. I would not recommend a, a kid go to college straight out of high school unless, unless they got a scholarship or they, they family got money like that and they could just pay their tuition. I would tell you go straight into the military, man. Say you can get go in the military, take you a couple classes, you know, or they'll count your experience as the equivalent of taking college in some aspects. But if you want to get out and go, go, to the, go to college, use your GI bill. They'll pay for you to go to school. Get your post-9-11 bill, they'll pay your bill and give you a stipend to go to school. I knew dudes like that when I was going to Tuskegee. I met a couple military dudes who was using their their, uh, Montgomery GI bill to go to school. They did a couple years in the Army, got out on the Marines, and then they used their GI bill. They were like 23, 24 years old living in the dorms, but it was paid for. and They were going to school full time. You know what I'm saying? So I just that's what I, that's what I would recommend to a young black man: go join the military if you don't have nothing else going on in life. And if you got something going on, then go explore that. Like you's trying to start your own business, or you going to tech school? That's cool. Go to tech school too. But even with tech school, the military is like tech school. You can learn a lot of the same a lot of the same crap they teach you in tech school. You can learn in the military. You know what I mean. <laughs> So, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just telling y'all based off of what I've seen and how many how many how many young black people I've seen in help over the years. I've seen way more black folks benefit from doing their time in the military, whether it was two years or 20 plus years. I've just seen so many people benefit from it, man. That I can't sit here and be like, nah, don't do that. Now, what do you mean? That shit was great for me and mine. And I've seen it be great for a lot of other people, too. I know people who are doctors right now that served in the military. You know what I'm saying? They joined the military first, got out, went to college, and then they went to medical school. Now they're doctors. Except they saved a lot of money because the military paid for a lot of their initial, uh, for, a lot of their, uh, under, their undergrad degree. You know what I mean? So I just want to talk about that real quick. I'll probably talk about this later on in depth when I can get my thoughts collected in a proper, cohesive manner. But, you know, right now I'm just kind of freestyling. So anyways, I'm about to bounce. Y'all be safe. Peace.